Hey you, welcome to my podcast. I'm so honored that you're here. I don't know how you got here. I don't know if somebody shared this or a friend invited you or you just stumbled on over here, but I'm just so glad that you're here. I hope that the Lord speaks to you through my stories, through all my friends' stories. Um, And if you're a lady friend, hop on over to Facebook, to the First Cup group and get involved over there into our Facebook community where we can pray with you, we can grow with you. Um, We would love to have you in our group. This is just a podcast of really a bunch of women and couples and people growing in the Lord. We're just sharing what He's doing. And so we are excited to be here and we're so excited that you're here. Have a great day and I hope this blesses you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Facebook Live. Hello, everyone. Good morning, MJ. Good morning, Edna. Um, good morning, Caitlin, if you're on, or Sarah, if you're on. Good morning, good morning. Um, if, you're hands, if you're not hands-free, you don't have to say hello. But um, if you are new to the Facebook Live, we are, which none of you right now are, um, we are going through the book by Jennifer Allwood, Fear is Not the Boss of You. She just posted uh, yesterday that she is hit number one on, um, I don't know, it's it's on Amazon. She's number one bestseller for um, Christian business. Um, and so she has sold like 34.3 million copies of this book. So if you haven't gotten a copy of this book, go get a copy of this book. It's so good. And she is doing big things with this book. It has been life-changing. So we are actually on chapter 16 and it talks about resistance. And, um, some of you, like where we're at in our journey with fear, not letting, not letting fear be the boss of us. Um, we've talked about, you know, being stuck. We've talked about being overwhelmed and we've talked about, um, having courage and we've talked about not listening to lies and we've talked about um our past struggles we've talked about so many things leading up to this point and um today and yet in in last week it was really encouraging like we were like how do we take the next step let's go just take the step and woo and it was super encouraging um this is talking about resistance and this is when it gets hard and this is when it gets in the nitty gritty. And so some of you have felt the Lord nudging you to do something, whether it's to start a new routine, to start a health journey, to start um, a business, to maybe quit a business and start something else. Um, maybe to move, maybe to start a new church, maybe to start a new ladies group, whatever it is that the Lord is just really nudging you to do. Um, I hope that this book is just reaffirming that, right? And so we're at a point where the Lord is just saying, okay, do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. And so we've said, maybe we've been obedient. We've said yes to God. And we said, yes, we're going to do that. Maybe um, we're at a point right now where we're like, I don't really know now if this was for the Lord. Like, you're having the question of this is not easy. (laughs) Things are not falling into place and you're really coming up into resistance and you're starting to question yourself. You're starting to question your um, actions. You're starting to question everything around you. Um, And you start to feel rocky, right? And you're like, "Uh, what's happening? I thought this was what the Lord wanted me to do. I'm being obedient. How come I'm running into so much resistance? And I'm here to tell you, and Jennifer Allwood 
is here to tell you that the enemy wants you to stay stuck. The enemy does not want you to succeed. And so the bigger, the more stuck you are, the more resistance you're going to feel, right? Because he's like, oh no, you're not getting away that easy, right? The bigger plans you have, the bigger the idea is, how big it seems to you, the more resistance you're going to feel because Satan is saying, no, I'm not going to let her out of the clutches of my hands. But we know a different story, right? Spoiler alert, we know the end of the story. Um, And so resistance, the actual definition of resistance means the attempt to prevent something by action or argument. And so he Satan is going to attempt to prevent you either by actions, and we're going to talk about the different actions today, or maybe by argument. And maybe he's telling you some lies in your head that you're like, uh, what? Oh, yeah, you're right. And I've got some real life examples for you today that I have literally been sitting here going, what? Oh, maybe that is true. No, that's not true. That is Satan. Do not believe that. And so if you're in the season of doing the thing, and saying, fear's not the boss of me. I'm not going to let fear control me. I'm not going to be stuck anymore. I'm going to take the first step. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to do this not just for me, but for my family and for those around me. And you're saying all these things, and then you start to hit the wall multiple times. And you're like, if you've ever been, or if you've ever asked this question, what else could possibly go wrong? Some of you may have done that. I know Edna, she's on a health journey. She might have stopped her working out. I said, what else could possibly go wrong? TV is not working. The baby's crying. You know what I'm saying? I know this because I work out at home. Uh, Roman wants me. The TV is not working. Um, my internet connection sucks. Um, can't find my weights. My stomach hurts. What's happening? You know what I'm saying? What else could possibly go wrong? I just want to get a workout in, right? Um, and so when we hit these, when we're, when we're at this season, let's talk about the different forms of resistance that we go through so that we can catch them that we can catch it. We can say, oh, that's resistance. That's from Satan. I know that I'm doing the right thing. I know I'm being obedient. I know I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on the right path. This is just Satan. So let's talk about the different types of resistance so that we know we're triggered, right? That's resistance. No, no, no. So distraction is a type of resistance. How many of you have ever been distracted when trying to do something that the Lord's asking you to do? If Satan can't discourage us, he's going to distract us. Um, And that could be anything, guys. That could be literally anything. Um, He will distract your mind to keep you from doing what you should be doing. This could look like, like some of the examples she gets about being distracted, Edna, all the time. Yes. Um, Some of the examples she gives about being distracted is... um, (laughs) <laughs> when she was at a, uh, it was one of her big events that she's ever done. She was actually going on stage. She was a guest speaker. And right before she was going on, somebody called and they said, Hey, your kid has lice. Um, and you have to come pick him up right now. Somebody needs to come get him right away. So she's like, are you serious? Can you imagine? Some of you have been in those situations where you're about to get on a phone call and something big happens and you're like, are you serious? And so you have to continue. You have to get on the phone call, but you're constantly thinking the whole time, oh my gosh, this, 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 
right? Some of you have done gone somewhere, maybe a meeting, a business meeting, or maybe, I don't know, you've, you've, you're, you have something big on your calendar and something, a bomb drops and you're like, and you're mentally, you're not even there in that meeting, in that place where you're supposed to be in that conversation with the friend that you were going to have. Um, something's going on in the background and you're like, you're, you're not even there. You're mentally gone. And so if Satan can't discourage you, he's going to distract you so that you are not showing up mentally. And we cannot let that happen. But know that that will happen, okay? Also a type of resistance is pushback. I don't know if any of you have experienced pushback before, but if you're trying to do something um, you're trying to start something. Maybe you want to buy a building or an office space for your new job. And there's all these city requirements, right? Maybe you're trying to build a home for your, for your new family. Or maybe you're like, oh, um, Courtney Arnold, she, she was saying that she's remodel, remodeling her home. Um, they're going to start fostering. She's remodeling her home. Good morning, Kathy. Um, and she was, I, I can't even imagine like all the, the details that go into that remodeling your home, setting up an, a room, a space for someone else to come in. And can you imagine the pushback she's getting from that, right? Like imagine a building and, oh, there's permits and, oh, that didn't get signed. Maybe you're applying for college, right? And you're getting a pushback of, hey, no, we need this document, not this document. Oh, this wasn't official, but this is unofficial. And, oh, you know, you need to go see your advisor, but your advisor is, where's your advisor? You know what I'm saying? You start to get that push back. Um, maybe your application even gets rejected and you're like, what? I thought this was what the Lord wanted me to do. I thought this is what the Lord was nudging me to do. Right. Um, people saying pushback looks like this people pushing back on you. You say, Hey, I think I'm going to start a podcast. Let's just give that as an example, because this is the life I'm living right now. And you have people going, are you going to have time for that? But don't you have a job? How are you going to make that happen? And it's even people that you love so much that you're going, oh, that hurts. That hurt my feelings because I want you to be, I want you to have faith in me, but also I get what you're saying. You don't want me to be overwhelmed. And I get that, but I really feel like the Lord is nudging me, but you know, people say things and sometimes it's not nice. Sometimes people don't say things like nobody has said anything rude to me about this podcast, by the way, but Sometimes you're going into a season where you're like, the Lord has asked me to do this. I'm going to do it. And you have people around you that are saying dumb things. Let's just be real. They're saying dumb things. And you're like, that didn't give me life. Why would you even say that? Right? Let's talk about fostering. How many times has people said stupid things when you're trying to foster? I'm going to bring that up because I've heard it millions of times. Aren't you going to get attached? That's the point, Karen. Okay. So anyway, let's move on. Sorry. Got on my soapbox. Another pushback is procrastination. Okay. Procrastination. This, oh, this is a big one for me. Um, procrastination. I feel like I make an excuse for procrastination because I'm like, if I get procrastinated enough, or if I feel like I can procrastinate, then I can get it done in a short amount of time. Right. But procrastination, it makes us late. It adds more things to our plate. We want to procrastinate. We want to say, oh, this is big. What I'm doing is too big. It's just too big. Like I can't handle it. 
but I can organize my closet. That seemed big two weeks ago, but this is actually small. I'm seriously the biggest procrastinator ever. Then I stress at the last minute because I waited so long. Exactly, Edna, that is my life. Um, my last semester of college, I was, you know, it's your last semester of college. You have to write all these darn papers. And um, I would literally wait to the last minute because I'd be like, well, my mind will now trick me into saying, you have five hours until this 30 page paper is due. Now you have to get it done. And I would be like, bah! and I would get it done, but it wasn't, it wasn't good work because I was rushed, right? And so we've got to slow down and we got to use the time that the Lord has asked us. And what do we talk about? Um, God, we've talked about it a lot in here. Jennifer Allwood says it a lot in this book. She says, um, delayed obedience is still disobedience. And so if we are procrastinating and the Lord's saying, I need you to do this. And we're saying, okay, but I need to organize my closet first. He's saying, you're being disobedient. And that's hard to hear. Um, especially for someone that is the biggest procrastinator, but it's something that I just, I need to get it done. It's kind of like a credit card, right? It's, it's easy to let it slide, right? Oh, I can use this. It's, it's easy to use and I can let it slide. And then you get the statement and it's a real kick in the butt, right? That's kind of how procrastination is. Um, it's easy to organize your home. It's easy to look through Facebook, look through your photos, call a friend, right? Oh, I haven't caught up with this friend in a long time. I need to, I need to contact her. I need to call her. Um, and really you should be working on whatever you need to be working on. And a lot of these things are not bad things. It's not like you're doing terrible things. You're doing great things, but the Lord's asking you to do something. You need to do it. Um, to my next point, kind of procrastination and this one kind of go hand in hand. Um, they're opposite ends of the spectrum, but a lot of times we procrastinate because we're not ready, right? It's, well, I'm not ready. It's not ready yet. I'm going to procrastinate because it's not ready. And that turns into perfectionism. And I might have some perfectionists in this group, and this is going to be a hard conversation but we got to have it. Sometimes perfectionism can be an excuse, just like, just like procrastination can be an excuse. Um, perfectionism can be an excuse for us to cover up fear because whatever we're creating, whether it's a health journey, whether it's a new routine, whether it's a life group setting, whether it's you're, you're wanting to invite women over to your home to have a life group, whether it's starting something at your church or a business or whatever it looks like for you. If we wait until we're ready or until it is ready, if we wait and we, we, we remain like, oh, it needs to be perfect or, oh, I need to tweak a few things before I can let anybody look at that or sell that. I, I have to paint it one more time before I can put it up for market to sell it. Or I, I, I just, I, I need to, for instance, my podcast, uh, I've got to, you know, have at least 600 episodes out before I can put it out because who's going to want to listen to it? What about this? I need a, a microphone. I've got to have a fancy microphone for my podcast. I'm using headphones, you guys. Like, we've got to be okay with putting out B work, right? Like, we've just got to be okay with it because honestly, this is what I believe. I believe that we learn so much when we just, one, do what the Lord asks us to do, be obedient and do the thing. And two, even if it's not perfect, we're going to learn through that process. So 
y'all have no idea how much I am learning through starting a podcast. It has changed my public speaking. It has changed my communication. It has changed um, the way that I do Facebook lives, right? Um, it's changed a lot. Um, I've grown and I've, and I've, oh, that doesn't sound good. This sounds better. Oh, I've tweaked it a little bit, but I have to put it up before I know. You have to put it out there before you know. You've got to get that feedback from people. Hey, maybe this shouldn't be so long. Maybe, you know, you should cut this or maybe, you know what I'm saying? You've got to get feedback and you can't have anything perfect. One, because nobody is perfect. Nobody's ready. Nobody's perfect. You just got to do it. And then you're going to learn along the way. Um, same with my yearbooks. I don't know if you guys know this, but I sell yearbooks. That's my job. Um, I get to work at Herf Jones. We get to help all these high school kids um, create moments of time with their class rings and their caps and gowns and their letter jackets. And I specifically am kind of running the yearbook part of our business. And I will tell you, I feel like, and I've, I've contacted all my friends. I went to a whole school for this. It was a week long school. And I met so many people from all across the country. I have a friend in Hawaii. I have a friend in New Jersey. I've got a friend in Indiana. I've got a friend all over the map. Um, and I will message them. And I'm like, I just feel like a baby giraffe right now trying to walk. Like, I don't really, I feel very unconfident. I don't feel like I know what I'm doing, but I just keep using the resources they give me to send to my yearbook advisors. And I'm like, oh, this video, you've got to watch this. And they watch it and they're like, oh, that's amazing. I'm like, it's amazing. And so I'm learning as I'm going. I'm literally learning as I'm going. And it is scary. It is so scary because I'm like, oh, people are going to see right through me. And that's okay. It makes it genuine. You build those relationships that way. And when you get to walk with somebody through something hard, you build the best relationship. I'm telling you. It's amazing. So don't wait to put out whatever you're putting out. Don't wait to start because you're like, it's not ready or I'm not ready. I'm not ready. You are ready. The Lord asked you to do it. He would not ask you to do something that he's not going to walk with you through. Does that make sense? He's not going to ask you to start something and he's, he's going to say, yeah, start this and I'm going to watch you. I'm just going to watch you fail. Just want to watch you squirm. No, he's going to say, Hey, let me hold your hand. We're going to do this together. I need you to rely on me so that I shine through you. Of course, you're not ready. Of course, you're not. Because if you were ready, people would look at Keely Fernandez and say, oh, that's Keely. No, because I'm not ready, because I'm just being obedient and I'm learning along the way, I'm letting the Lord shine through me where people will say, oh, that's not Keely. That's God. That's totally God, right? Am I speaking to anybody this morning? Another way um, that we might feel some resistance is when we ourselves um, start rehashing all the times that we've messed up, right? Um, we start to look back at some other things that we've tried. Like I've, we've been in this group for three years and I've tried many things, many things. I've tried many things in this group. Some things have not gone great. Some things I have failed at. And I could easily look at starting this podcast and go, oh my gosh, but what about when I tried to start this and it failed? Or what about if I tried to start this and it failed? I could easily do that and get discouraged and get fear all over me and in me and just not do it and give up. But that's not what the Lord's asking us to do. And the Lord's not looking back at you and going, um, you did all these things and you sucked at it and you failed. And so I want you to fail again and I want you to suck again. So I'm going to ask you to do something even bigger. Like the Lord doesn't see that. He says, wow, you were created in my image. You 
have the capability to do this. I'm calling you to do it because I believe you can do it and you're going to do it with me being the leader. Let's do it. And so we don't need to have our little Rolodex machine flipping through and going, Oh, remember that time this year I messed up. Remember when I did this or people are going to look at me and go, Oh, she failed that one time. Here's a great example. Um, direct sales or MLMs or whatever you want to call it. I have huge respect for that one. I've done one before and it's very hard and it takes a lot of time and it's so rewarding. Um, but you will see this a lot. People that start an MLM or a direct sales and they do so great and then they kind of fall off the wagon and then you see them pop up and they're doing another direct sales. It's not our job to sit here and go, wow, they are starting all these businesses. Can they just please stick to one business? I mean, gosh, we need to be encouraging and say, you can do it because in their mind, starting a new one, they're saying, oh, but I failed the last one. I failed miserably. What are people going to think? We need to be the people to say, girl, you got this. I'm going to support you. I'm going to share all your stuff. I'm going to like all your content. We need to be supportive of each other, right? Because in our minds, this can be a death trap up here. In between our ears, it's a death trap because Satan likes to roll up there and give us these lies of, oh, you failed in the past, or, oh, you're not good enough, or, oh, you're not ready, or what do you think people are going to think when you do this? So much going on here. We don't need it from the people. We don't need it from the public too, right? So we need to anticipate resistance. Let's anticipate it. It's going to happen. It's going to come. Do you know why? Because Satan doesn't want you to succeed. And I'm going to read you something um, out of this book here. It's so good. I'm just going to read it to you. Okay. You ready, Freddie? The enemy wants to discourage you. He knows that when a woman acts and sticks with it and does what she knows she should, she is a force to be reckoned with. He knows the potential you have, not because he knows everything like God does, but he knows enough to know that every chosen child of God has an influence on this side of heaven. I want you to anticipate resistance. This is what Jennifer Allwood says. We are a force to be reckoned with whenever we are free from fear, whenever we are free from Satan's lies, whenever we are obedient and we are walking with the Lord, we are a force to be reckoned with. And Satan can't have that on this side of heaven. Can you imagine if all 400 of us in this group we're like, we're going to do it and we're going to do what God has called us to do. And we're going to walk boldly in that. And we're going to expect resistance. We're going to um, be obedient and strong and we're not going to care what other people say. We're going to listen to the Lord and we're going to walk with him. Can you imagine what kind of force that is that Satan's like, oh, heck no. I can't have that on this side of heaven. I can't have all those amazing forces around just slaying people for the kingdom. Like I can't, I can't have that here. And so what is he going to do? He's going to push back on us. He's going to give us some resistance. So we need to expect it. We need to see it before it comes and say, Nope, I know what this is. I know this is you, Satan. It's not going to happen. God's with me today. He's going to ask me to do this. It's kind of like a rocket going into outer space, right? Like it, everything is shaky and it's like crazy and it's pressure and ah, it's scary. And then whenever you push through, the thing comes off and it's just peace, right? And so we're going to feel that resistance going into that next step that the Lord's asking us to. It's going to be really strong and shaky and then it's going to break off. We're going to hit where we need to hit and it's going to be so much peace, right? 
what you are doing today matters and it counts towards eternity. And it's going to be hard. All this is going to be hard. It's all hard. None of it is easy. The Lord even says, nothing on this earth is going to be easy for you. Like it's not going to be easy, but regret is hard too. So we got to pick our heart. Do we want hard to be being obedient and, and fighting for the kingdom and doing what God is asking us to do right now, right now, being obedient right now, not disobedient and waiting, doing it right now? Or are we going to say, no, I want to pick my heart. I'm going to just sit on the sidelines and then regret all the times that you could have been like, I could have done that. I could have done that. That could have been me. That could have been me. Um, In Romans chapter 12, verse 21, it says, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. So we're not going to let evil conquer us. I'm not going to let evil conquer my family. I'm not going to let evil conquer my friends. I'm not going to let evil conquer anybody around me. I'm not going to let him do that. I'm going to conquer him by doing good and doing what the Lord is asking me to do. That's how we fight. Um, So that is that. I think that's all I got for y'all. I just spit it all out. So if you are feeling some resistance in your journey, if you are some resistance, I feel like I have to say that at least once. Um, If you're feeling that in your journey of starting your new thing or listening to the Lord or or doing whatever you're you're called to do and you're feeling that resistance, just know that you're doing good. (laughs) I know that's terrible to hear. You're like, that's not encouraging, but you are. You're doing what the Lord's calling you to do and Satan knows it and he sees it and he's trying to fight you. And so you just got to say, nope, not today, Satan. And we've got to pivot. That's our biggest word in our business right now with Herf Jones is pivoting. That's what we got to pivot. We got to pivot. This isn't working in a virtual school year. Let's pivot. Let's figure out how to make this work. And we've been working so hard on doing so many crazy things. We are literally changing Herf Jones in Midland, Texas from paper to screens it's insane like we are doing so many things we are catching up with the times and catching up with the trends and we're saying goofy stuff to to relate to all these kids and we're dancing and doing weird things and we made a tiktok for our herf jones group we made a a snapchat we made all these crazy i'm I'm telling y'all it's about to get real but we've got to pivot we've got to figure out how to do this successfully in the time that we're in and so when you're in your place where you're at and you're feeling the pushback, you're feeling the procrastination, you're feeling a little bit of perfectionism, you're feeling, you're going through all the times you've failed, you're, you're feeling just resistance. Nothing is working out. Pivot. Get on your knees. Ask the Lord. Okay, help me. I thought this was the way we were going. It's not working out. What's happening? I need you to guide me. Give me a word. Give me a, give me a line. Give me a direction to go. We've got to pivot and make it, and, and it will work out. It's going to work out. Because the Lord would not ask you to do something that he's not going to hold your hand all the way through. It's going to work out. And I want to pray for you. So if you're feeling this, I would love to pray for you. I would love to to pray Satan away from you. I would love to pray that the Lord just, gosh, speaks so loud and clearly to you um, as you're going through some resistance. But thanks for hanging out with me today. Um, Again, if you need prayer, let me know. You guys have a wonderful day. Um, And again, thanks for being here.
Thank you so much for hanging out with us today in our Facebook Live group. And if you're not a part of that group yet, I just, again, encourage you to hop on over to Facebook um, and search for The First Cup. And we will invite you into our Facebook group. We um, are able to pray for each other in that group. Shout out some prayer requests, some praises. Um, We have worship, weekly worship, and We just really would love to have you a part of our community in that group. So jump on over there. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And we hope you have a great week and come back soon.